This is She's an Empire. She's an Empire. She says it much better than I do. Get ready to go behind the curtain of success. Turn your ideas into a scalable reality. Create multiple income streams and build your empire from the inside out. Yes, we're talking personal and business mastery. Mastery. Get inspired, fired up with international speaker and America's number one purpose, product and profit strategist, Lisa Geis, founder of the Women Rain Network and creator of Her Money, Her Business Profit Results Program. So get ready for your leap, your launch, and the creation of your legacy. She's an empire. Welcome, welcome, welcome to She's an Empire. And I just want you to really open your heart for our special guest today. She's a wonderful mother of four. She is a speaker and an author. However, professionally, she goes where most of us don't want to go. She is a forgiveness coach. Her education and training includes an MBA in marketing. Her certification is a prep and um, scientifically based imperial tested method of teaching relationship educational sponsored by the National Institute of Health. Oh, I ran out of breath on that one. <laughs> as well as a licensed facilitator in identity of identity and destiny. Please welcome Stephanie McNeil. Stephanie, hey. are you with us? I am with you, Lisa. Thank you. We finally got it right. We finally yes, got it right. <laughs> Time zones and everything. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. I knew we were going to get it together, right? <laughs> okay. okay, yeah, just calm down. Just get it together, okay? Thank you so much for joining us. I am um, so excited to have you with us because forgiveness is definitely something that I think we all strive for, but it is so often something so hard to attain. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. we definitely need people like you. We need you, girl. We need you. <laughs> we need you to guide us and, and pull us through, pull us through, Stephanie. Um, one of the things that I think, especially being a business owner, um, mm -hmm. one of the things that we sometimes struggle with as we go through our, our entrepreneurial journey, um, as we encounter people that we deal with, you know, working in the entrepreneurial realm, as well as dealing with our personal side, we don't mm -hmm. realize how important it is to not only deal with the business side, but also the personal side and letting go of those things that we've been holding on to for so long. Um, can you please share? Well, before we do that, I want you to share with the audience how you forgiving actually brought you to your destiny, how it actually helped you to leap into what you're doing today. Okay, so let me just start by saying how I even got to this place, okay? Because this was not a choice for me necessarily, um, but then when I look back on everything that happened in my life, it, it all made sense. So I was a caregiver for my father who had Alzheimer's and he passed away in 2012. So I don't know if you've ever, or your listeners have ever cared for anyone who has Alzheimer's, but kind of you forget who they, who they were because you, you deal with who they are and each day they might show up as a different person. 
So I, I attended my dad's funeral and I remembered, oh, wow, my dad was an amazing man. He left a legacy of um, service to the community. He trained a lot of young men in business and things like that. And so when I got home, I realized I was in um, a, an emotionally destructive marriage uh, and had really lost who I was and uh, found myself um, without purpose and bitter. And mm -hmm. so I was like, okay, Stephanie, uh, what do you, you, you know, your dad was a great man, but is this the legacy you want to leave your four children? Is this how you want to live, lead your life? And it really set me on a quest to find out my purpose. And that's where identity and destiny came in. I actually went through that program. It's a spiritual development program and discovered that I am a minister of reconciliation called to the masses. And I was like, really, God? I mean, I felt like, OK, this is a cruel joke because, you know, I was a bitter person. OK. Um, and I realized that my mother was bitter and her mother was bitter. And so in order for me to change the trajectory of my life, um, that I had to do something I had to change in. So that's what set me on my quest, on my journey to freedom. Wow. Wow. You know, it's amazing how caring for someone else will reveal or pull back the layers of our future, our destiny. And mm -hmm. we don't even see it. Um, when I was taking care of my mom as she was fighting breast cancer, um, I just thought I was just there just to help her. And mm -hmm. um, through helping her, I actually realized how I was sitting on my dreams mm. and how I didn't have a right to sit on my dreams and how basically how selfish I was in doing so. Because as I watched all of the other patients who were there fighting and, you know, fighting for their lives and going through chemo treatment, um, how they were fighting for another day to have the opportunity to mm. pursue their dreams and it shook me to my core and it it actually lit a fire under me to say you know you can keep taking this for granted if you want to you mm -hmm. can keep taking this for granted if you want to um your day may come as well where you're looking and you're hoping that um god grants you another opportunity to to fight and so um the fact that you were caring for your dad and, and at his funeral, you realized what a great man he was. And then it, it gave you that revelation where you were able to look back at what your mother and your aunts and your grandmother and every, everyone, the, the, basically the generational curse mm -hmm. that had been plagued on your family and how you wanted to break that curse for your children. Um, wow. Wow. And how that set you on your journey. Mm hmm. You know, it's been my experience that when something or someone dies, something else comes alive. Mm -hmm. And if we could just remember that, like because with my my dad, my purpose came alive and then my mother passed away in 2019. And up until that time, I struggled with my calling because I'm like, I struggle with forgiveness, <laughs> like, um, you know, and even how I even like through this journey, I experienced, you know, infidelity in marriage. And that really was the catalyst 
that um, shaped and molded my growth and continues to do that. And so it's like, okay, I am struggling to forgive this man because, you know, I've been in this marriage for so long and, you know, thinking that things were going to change, hoping that things were going to change, doing everything that I can to make it change. And it's not changing. And um, it's like, I don't want to do this. This is too hard. How can you forgive someone that hasn't changed? And so fast forward, you know, I'm out of the marriage and it's still, you know, because we have children, it still is, like you say, uh, hard to forgive, but it's really not hard to forgive. Okay. Let me tell you what's hard. The hard part is giving up your right to be angry, Mm. giving up your right to resentment. That's the part that's hard. I'm going to need you to repeat that. I'm going to need you to repeat that. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's your flesh. It's our pride. It's our ego. It's all of that. And what we don't realize is that that is getting in your way. You know, and as I say all the time, if you buried it, it's still alive. If you buried your anger, your resentment, if you're harboring it or if you're uh, repressing it, it is coming alive somewhere in your life. Wow. Well, for one, think about all the energy that you're giving to it. That's yes. energy that could go towards something productive. like Absolutely. Purpose, right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that's basically you're stealing from your purpose. I always say every, you know, every time that you feed, feed the beast, mm-hmm. I call it the beast. Every time you feed the beast, you're stealing from your purpose. So yep. um, that's just a constant reminder, something that we have to remind ourselves, but you have this saying, and you say that it takes three things for people to truly and completely forgive. Can you share with the audience what those three things are? Um, I was saying there's, it takes three things for people to heal. Okay. And, and that's what I found is process, accountability, and community. And so when I looked back on my life as I was, you know, wanting to help people to, you know, shorten their curve time, you know, uh, talk about flattening the curve. Um, I looked over my life. I was like, okay, so what did I do? What are the, how did I, you know, get to some level of freedom? And it was process. And, you know, cause I read books, I went to conferences, I went to webinars, I worked, I had therapy, I worked with life coaches, like all of these things, but there is a way to forgive. There are some steps that you can take to, you know, be able to unpack and let go. Um, and then accountability, like that's the reason you and I are here. Right. So, because if people were able to do these things by their, themselves, we, you know, like when we get uh, to be an adult, there's no one telling us to do stuff. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we have to allow someone in, you know, give someone permission. And it's not that they hold us accountable, but we hold ourselves accountable to what we said our goals are. And then community. I mean, community is so important uh, because a lot of times when you're going through something that is, you know, pretty devastating and shameful and all of that stuff, um, you think you're the only one. And so it is really um, freedom for you to be able to be transparent um, without judgment you know, about what it is that you went through and the fact that there are others that have gone through the, through the same thing, 
you know, it just, it just makes it better. I agree. I agree. Let me ask you this because I know that, that for me, um, and, and I'm pretty sure for others as well. I mean, we're adults. We've been through a lot at this point, right? <laughs> There's mm-hmm. a lot that we've gone through, um, mm-hmm. you know, good, bad, or indifferent. Um, and it's not so much of, of what you've gone through at this point. It's how you've come out of it and, and mm-hmm. the lessons that you've learned from it. Um, what is your perspective on leveraging, leveraging what it is that you've gone through? Well, for me, um, I believe it, it really is what gives you the power, you know, Mm -hmm. it's what, it's what gives you the passion. Um, because I can look at someone that is struggling, you know, with unforgiveness and I can empathize with that person, but I also can, can give them some tough love and say, listen, Let me tell you something. If I tell them about my story and how bitter I was, okay, let me tell you a quick story about it. Okay, so I was in college and um, met this guy, you know, and I really didn't like the guy, but he won me over, right? Mm -hmm. And so once he won me over, I realized, duh, he has a girlfriend. I didn't realize that before. I don't know why my, my eyes were just closed. Okay, I just didn't know. But after I had fallen in love with him, in my eyes, it was too late for me to go back. Now, that was the old Stephanie, okay? But anyway, <laughs> because that was the old Stephanie, because once you realize somebody has a girlfriend, you need to just let it go, okay? Just let it go, no matter what he said. But the old Stephanie was like, game on, you know? And so I, quote unquote, won, right? And he broke mm-hmm. up with her. And this girl's name was Wendy. Do you know I didn't even eat at Wendy's restaurant? Oh, (laughs) that is how I was like, I have nothing to do with anybody or anything named Wendy. Yeah, that's how bad I was. Oh, yeah, you were bad. You were bad. (laughs) (laughs) You, okay, yeah, you knew how to hold a grudge. You yes. took it to the next level. I know, I know, and I'm not proud of it. I thank God. I went to Wendy two two nights ago too. Bought it for my children, so I'm good. <laughs> she was like, I was a master at it. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, if you were in business, let me ask you this: If you were in business, and um, because at this point, you know, there's a lot of partnerships that happen, and let's say a partnership goes bad. Um, you know, sometimes bitter feelings can arise. How, mm-hmm. how do you rectify that? How, how can you, you forgive and move on? Um, what, what would your recommendation be for that? Well, um, the first thing is that the problem that, that I see that we see in society in relationships is that most people don't feel comfortable with conflict. And I believe one of the reasons for that is the fact that we didn't learn how to resolve conflicts in a healthy way. It's uncomfortable, you know? Um, So what happens, I think, in relationships is, you know, you have a lot of short accounts that have been piling up, you know? And it might Mm -hmm. be something really small. And so you say, and so you don't say anything then something else small happens and then you don't say anything and then something else happens and then you don't say anything or 
you don't say anything, but you also say something to somebody else. Mm. So it grows, you know? And so if we just will take the time in relationships to resolve those small things that we could mitigate a whole lot of trouble. But here's the thing, it takes energy to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it also takes, um, you know, humility and vulnerability to say to another person, you did that and it hurt me. And it might be something small, you know what I mean? But it yeah. takes humility and vulnerability to be able to even go to that person and say that it hurt. So, but I recommend, and I found myself, especially in close relationships, I find even myself like overlooking things, overlooking things, and then something happens and then you just blow up. Okay, so we just need to take the time. You know, like it says, don't don't go to bed angry. Don't let mm-hmm. the sun go down on your wrath. You really need to take the time in those relationships and all relationships and just, you know, just talk about it, you know, give your side, give your side and then resolve it rather than not talking about it, but talking to your friend about it. And that's, that's what I believe happens. So basically be man or woman enough to have those uncomfortable conversations. Yes. I always, I always say anybody that I'm in a relationship with friendship with, um, I always say that, um, you know, basically there's an understanding that if you don't come to me with it, if I don't come to you with it, then we can't hold it against one another. Uh, uh-huh. there, that's the understanding. So uh-huh. if it comes up, if it comes up and I say, oh, wait a minute, I didn't know anything about that. Or if you say, I didn't know anything about that. Now we have to backtrack. We instantly, uh-huh. that, that freezes in that moment right there. It's yeah. that kind of like that. I got your moment. Like, okay, mm-hmm. yep, you're right. You're right. I never told you about that. Let's stop. Let's freeze right there. So mm-hmm. any emotion that's being felt in that moment, it's it. You freeze it at on the table. Yeah. And now we need to backtrack because we have to. We need to talk about why you didn't share it with me or why I didn't share it with you. You're right. Let's acknowledge it. You're right. Mm-hmm. I did not. I did not come to you. I was wrong for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now take those emotions off the table, you know, take that little check off, off my name, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have to take that check off my name, erase it off the whiteboard. You can't, right. can't hold me accountable for that. And, right. you know, take the emotions out of it and let's start over. Let's start over. You know, you can't hold that against me. And right. I, I find, or I have found that, um, having that understanding kind of holds us both, of, both accountable uh-huh. To say, you know, you, I'm not, I'm holding you responsible for not communicating things to me just as much as you're going to hold me responsible for if I've done something to you. Right. Yeah. And that, so, that takes a lot of maturity, a lot of emotional maturity. Um, Cause let's just say you're in a situation and there were some small accounts that have been adding up. It takes, just like I said, humility and vulnerability to say, hey, you know, I was wrong for doing that, but I did it. You know, let's talk about it, you know, and will you forgive me? Because I think a lot of misunderstandings have to do with 
um, or a lot of disagreements have to do with misunderstandings. Oh, and a definitely. lot of times, a lot of times it's just a matter of, you know, I communicate, I didn't communicate clearly, mm -hmm. you know, or whatever you said, okay, wait a minute. Okay. This is, let's do some active listening here. Okay. You said this. So let me, let me mirror back what I thought you said, because a lot of times what someone says and what somebody understands, I don't know what it is, but sometimes it gets lost, but lost um, in translation. Yeah. 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 It, yeah but it, ta it takes emotional maturity and it is a practice. You know, it is a practice because a lot of times the things that we, we, that irritate us have to do with something that's going on in us, something that's triggered with us, mm -hmm. but we might not be in touch with that emotion at the time. That so. is so true. That is so true. And, and, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on because, um, I'm a firm believer that in business, you know, business is never just business. Mm -hmm. And in, in our quest to build our empires, we bring our quote unquote baggage to mm -hmm. the, to the, to the, um, you know, to the table. Mm -hmm. um, and forgiveness is a big, one of those baggages. Let's just, mm -hmm. let's just put it out there. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes that forgiveness is the lack of forgiveness of ourselves Mm -hmm. And some of the things that we have or haven't done, um, a lot of people that I have come across, they, they haven't forgiven themselves for not being further along in life mm -hmm. than where mm -hmm. they are. Mm -hmm. Do you have any suggestions for those who are out there right now who feel like they should be further along in life than where they are? I know what, I think I know what you're going to say, but I think it's okay. important. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I think, I think it's important for people to hear, um, you know, from, from someone else other than me, um, you know, for those who feel like, you know, I'm not where I should be. I should be further along. Um, why did I waste so much time and so on and so forth? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, there's, many thoughts about that. Um, and the first one is we really need to stay in our own lane. Okay. Um, and I believe that every person has a schema and what that is, is that everything that's ever happened to you in your life. Right. So what, how that plays out in your life is that your faith is different from our, my faith. And so, um, I believe business is like the greatest personal development tool there is for you learning yourself or you growing. And so we all grow at a different um, pace. And so social media has done a disservice to people in that it really promotes you to compare yourself, you know, because I've done, I've done the same thing. I'm like, wait a minute now. I'm in my trial <laughs> and these people have started after me and they're farther than me. Like what, wh what's up God? What, you know? And so it's like, I have to remember, I don't know what their spiritual life is like. I don't know what they're doing behind the scenes to get what it is that they have. And so we really have to be content with knowing our own calling accepting our own calling and executing it according to 
our own vision and our own plan. And so the bottom line is just stay in your lane and keep your feet moving. I don't know if that's what you were going to say, but <laughs> along those lines, yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely yeah. along those lines, but but I hear that a lot. You know, I hear hear that a lot, you know, people coming down on themselves, um feeling like they're not, you know, uh, um further along and 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 like you said, social media is unfortunately um the mirror that not everybody needs to see. Right. I'm just going to say that. Um and and it, it definitely is the catalyst to um, people not feeling like they're enough. And, you know, I just say that in God's appointed time, that's right. In God's appointed time, God's appointed plan, and everyone is walking their own journey and you should be content with walking your own journey. Mm-hmm. And if he gave it to you, when you asked for it, you wouldn't be ready. You wouldn't be ready. I mean, you I would not I be ready. You wouldn't be ready. And here's the other he, thing. You people don't know what people are doing to get what they're, huh? what you see. Okay. Exactly. And then exactly. you don't know what else is suffering because of that. Exactly. You know, I mean, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and adds no sorrow to it. So I have purpose in my heart. What's important to me is my relationship with my kids. I don't want them I don't want to be a public success and a private failure. Mm. I want to be standing in front of a crowd and my children can be in the crowd and attest to what I'm saying is true. So um, I think it's go- it would take me a little longer. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You say, hey, it took me a long time to get over this unforgiveness and it's still in process. Yeah. you know and so and, and just to think if you would have just to think if whatever you desired to be you would have become when you had the unforgiveness in your heart we wouldn't have be talking right now but you see what i'm saying though <laughs> i would have crashed and burned by now exactly sure. exactly sure. so that that's the less that's what everybody needs to understand so that's why it happens you know in its appointed time because mm-hmm. you know we of course want the immediate gratification but that immediate mm-hmm. gratification comes with a price i would you know no one should ever want success to come and and go or at least yeah. i don't I don't want it to come and go. I want it, first of all, I want it to come when he wants me to have it. Let's start there. Absolutely, yes. And then I want it to come and I want it to come when I can glorify him when he gets all the glory. That's, you know, that's next. Secondly, I don't want it to come here, gone here, you know, here today, gone tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, what had happened? Mm -hmm. What had had happened? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, so, and I don't want it to come when I'm not ready. Because think about those people, just let's just talk about Hollywood, for example. Mm -hmm. Think about the stars who you're like, oh my gosh, they're on top of the world. Next thing you know, you know, they've committed suicide. And you're Mm -hmm. like, what? Looks like they had everything at their fingertips. They had the world. They didn't. Oh, where are they now? Where are they now? You Mm know, like you said, they crashed and burned. Let me tell you, I was looking in my, uh, because I keep journals and I was looking in a journal Today, as a matter of fact, on May 7th, 2013, this is what I wrote. I was a part of a mastermind group. It, it, it said, I will make your character match your assignment. Oh, okay. You know what? <laughs> 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 oh, 
There you go right there. Yes. And see, you what you read that when today? I wear that today. See? <laughs> Not knowing you're gonna ask me this question. It, exactly. Yep. There it is. That's yep. the answer right there. That's it. That's it, it has to match. It yep. has to match. Or you're going to crash and burn. Do you want sustainability? Mm-hmm. Do you want longevity or do you mm -hmm. want instant success? Like you see people saying all the time, it took me 20 years to be an overnight success. Exactly. Yeah. So you want that character that's going to match the success. So, you know, I, I, I look at myself and I, I, when I read, you know, things, stories in the Bible and everything, I think about the, the story of Joseph and how long it took him. But at the appointed time, he was able mm -hmm. to save his entire family and family, nation, yes. you yes. know, but it took him time to have that character because mm -hmm. when he saw his brothers and his fathers, he could or his brothers, he could have immediately, you know, had them killed, mm -hmm. but he didn't, you know, I mean, and just the patience that he, cause he sent them back a couple of times, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and so if, if he had happened, uh, if, if he, if he had gotten that assignment or gotten to the end of that assignment at the beginning, who's to say that he would have had that type of patience. And that's what everybody needs to think about. You need to think about who you were even five years ago. Oh, think yeah. about who you were five years of years ago and who you are now. Yeah. Who you night, are now. Yeah. Night and day. And yeah. And the forgiveness process, um, I think I'm different in my forgiveness, in my forgiveness process. I'm not mm -hmm. think, I know I'm different in yes. my forgiveness process. I'm forever talking about give them grace, give them grace. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I thank you for the grace you gave me before. Yes. This, before this interview started. Oh, okay. <laughs> let's keep it real. Yes. <laughs> No, I was going to have you on. I didn't care. I was like, if we, I don't care if we were 30 minutes late. It didn't matter. Yeah. But, you know, because I, I really, truly, I, I respect and, and, and believe in what it is you're doing. I know that, that your calling is something that the world needs. And um, now that I'm talking to you and we're having this dialogue, I know that I needed it too. So there you go. Mm, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, you know, and um, I just want you to close with this. What legacy would you like to leave? Well, it's, it's just like what I just said earlier. I want to leave a legacy for my children to rise up and call me blessed. Mm. Because, you know, you can be one way uh, in the public and someone totally different behind closed doors. And um, it's something that my spiritual mother, uh, a principle that she lived by with her husband, she said, if I treat my husband one way in public, I'm going to treat him 10 times better in private. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I said, cause you know, we can show up for company and immediately change and be happy and nice and all of that. <laughs> but she said, I want to treat him 10 times better at home. So that makes for a happy marriage. It, it would definitely. Definitely. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I want to live a legacy or leave a legacy of not only land and riches, but I also want to um, leave them a legacy of forgiveness and grace and mercy um, and a true relationship with God. Well, I'll say that that you are definitely breaking your family, your family curse. 
you're definitely doing that. Thank you. And for that, they will thank you. Yes. Ooh, I, you know what? Those words just came out of my mouth. I dreamt this. What? Wow. I just got <laughs> chills. I just got chills. Oh, I, my. I, had a, I dreamt that I was saying those words, and I didn't know why I was saying them. Wow. Okay. I love it. <laughs> wow. I just got chills. I was like, why was I saying that in my dream? Okay. Wow. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I so you see why we had all this yeah, warfare. I see. To even have this conversation. I see. I see. Now it now it all makes sense. Okay. Wow. Well, I just want to say to to the audience. I just want to leave them with Matthew six fourteen, which is for if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. So just keep that in mind when you think of not forgiving someone. Mm-hmm. Just think about that when you're asking for forgiveness. Agreed. And um, Stephanie, where can people connect with you? Where can they stay connected? Sure. The best place would be my website. It's freedtolove.com. That's F-R-E-E-D, the number two, love.com, where they will find uh, links to my podcast, the Free to Love podcast. Um, they will find some free resources on the resource button as well as information about my Together She Rises um, membership group. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We truly appreciate you. We appreciate all that you are doing out there to show us and teach us how to forgive in this world. Lord knows we need this. (laughs) Well, thank you for having me. It was really fun. You are so welcome. You are so welcome. And until we speak again, always remember to be loyal to your greatness and live your greatness out loud. Hey, greatness. My podcast drops the second and fourth Thursday of every month, but bosses have to stay connected. So follow me on all social media. I am Lisa Geis. You can also stay connected on Facebook at the Women Rain Network, Women Rain Network. And if you're looking for a business opportunity, I'm looking for power partners. If you're looking for an opportunity that pays you weekly, send me a message. Let's get that money until we speak again. Always remember to be loyal to your greatness and live your greatness out loud.